Mark Edward Vlasic's improved play over the last couple of weeks. What should the Sharks do with him? We'll explore keeping him or buying him out uh, this offseason. So all that and more on today's episode. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. Probably part of the Locked on Network, we cover your team every day. If you want to be an everydayer, all you have to do is just follow wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on YouTube as well. And today we're recording from a hotel uh, as we're in the middle of the AHL All-Star Festival festivities um so yeah a little bit different setup so sorry if the lighting's a little bit off all that fun stuff doing the best we can here but um we're gonna be talking about Vlasic and kind of the up and down nature to his season and exploring if the Sharks should keep him what the team would look like next year um along the blue line um and then also going to be exploring what would happen if the Sharks bought him out uh and kind of looking at where the Sharks would be at um, from that angle. So before we get into all that, I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you guys by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So Mark Edward Vlasic, uh, Steady Eddie himself, has had a very odd season uh, this year. Uh, right now, amidst you know some of the best play we've seen him this uh, in, a, in a long time, to be honest, from from Vlasic, at least offensively. But so far this year, he's played 29 games, has five goals, one assist for six points, uh, minus 11 if you're into plus minus, um, with 1547 time on ice. Um, so Vlasic, who's End of the past couple of years has, you know, we've seen flashes of Vlasic play well. We've also seen plenty of times where we have, you know, seen Vlasic play not as well. And I think this this season kind of has been a lot of that, right? Vlasic, who was a healthy scratch for a good chunks of the season, um, left the team recently, you know, um, to kind of go deal with some personal stuff. We won't get into what the personal stuff is. Um, you have the internet. You can probably go figure it out. Um, but, you know, he's this, I think, has been a very tough season for Vlasic. Just, you know, um, on the ice, the team has been performing not great, right? We we know we all know what the Sharks are right now. And then also with Vlasic having to kind of deal with stuff off the ice. And you know, I've talked about it before, but I think as, you know, we as fans... We talk about this with Zetterlin. We talk about this with, with a lot of players where, you know, sometimes it's it's hard. We just expect these guys to kind of go out, do their thing, perform, and then, you know, like robots. And it can be really hard when you're dealing with big off-the-ice issues. Um, you know, Couture talked about, you know, in his rehab, he didn't think he was ever going to play in the NHL, just kind of getting through that mental block um, of – okay like kind of processing those feelings and processing that um and working towards that goal and uh again a little bit different situation with uh that's kind of around plastic um but again kind of 
fueling that outside noise or not outside you know off the ice issues um and having that kind of come in and affect your your work performance right we've all done that at home right you have a bad day at home and, and you know then you go to work and then you have a bad day at work and it kind of snowballs etc cetera, etc cetera. um but though vlasic it's it's interesting if you kind of look at basically ever since the christmas break right so he kind of he came back on on his first game back was january 4th um and you can kind of point to that you know he played against montreal um his hometown montreal you can kind of point to that of like seeing vlasic really start to play well here recently um his time on ice has gone up um you know even looking at the past few you know since that that time his lowest uh time on ice is 17 23 and that was in a game against uh anaheim that the sharks won um like you know he was again there was games where he's playing 10 minutes a night uh, a couple games you know uh, six minutes a night, three minutes a night. Like there was a lot of games in the, like the dirt low teens, at least for minutes for him. Um, he had an 11, 11 game, make a wish. Um, but kind of since that, that time, I know Sharks have been dealing with some injuries um, along the blue line, but Vlasic has still, you know, kind of been an everyday player and has been playing a lot of, you know, good minutes for the Sharks. And I still think Vlasic's, you know, kind of keeping them in around that like 18 to 20 minute range is probably where you're going to get the best, best classic, but you can see that he's earned the trust of David Quinn. Um, and he's been performing right And yes, I know the goals, um, don't expect Vlasic to continue on this, uh, goal streak. You know, he's got, uh, five goals since the 13th of, of January. Uh, but like, and Vlasic, if, if Vlasic's never going to be like the offensive dynamo type of defenseman, but he's been contributing offensively, but he's also been playing much better defensively, I think. And that's, you know, that's always been Vlasic's calling card. While he has lost a step, and that is to be expected uh, with a, you know, 36 uh, year old defenseman, um, soon to be 37 year old defenseman, um, you know, his, he was always about positioning and kind of outsmarting you and just being technically correct. And those should continue to kind of continue, right? Like you're, you don't just become not technically correct. Like that thinking part of the game just doesn't really go away. Yes, you're going to lose the step and you may not be able to get into positioning um, as quickly as you want to. Um, but I still think with Vlasic, though, you, you're seeing him play much better. Um, he's been playing on the penalty kill a lot. He's been playing in crucial, like, kind of end-of-game situations um, for, for for David Quinn and for the Sharks. And has been kind of a big story about, you know, with, with the return of kind of the Sharks winning here recently. Um, is Vlasic ruining the tank? Um, question mark. No. Um, but I, I think it's, you know, Interesting that you can kind of put point to Couture coming back and Vlasic playing better. Um, kind of these old veterans, you know, these old guys who've been with the Sharks from the heyday um, and are kind of trying to navigate through this rebuild with him. But um, their play recently has kind of led to the Sharks' better play on the ice, right? And, you know, having Couture come back and play as the, um, you know, second line or third line center um, right now and then, you know, just kind of providing that boost even though you know Couture is a 
you know, hasn't seen much of the score sheet except for the assist on the Vlasic goal. Um, but like just having Couture around every day has really helped. And I think, you know, there is something to that. If we'll, we'll talk about keeping Vlasic around, um, having a veteran like Vlasic who has, you know, someone that the younger defenseman can kind of pick his brain about and learn from. And um, there is something to having that around. Right. And that's always kind of the big question with these rebuilds is, do you want to get the kids just playing, you know, just going out and playing, um, but also just having someone around there is also a, you know, who's kind of been there and done that and can kind of be a guiding hand. And, you know, you can kind of even looking at like the Barracuda, right. Having some of these younger guys, uh, surrounded by veterans to to kind of lean on um, is a is a huge part of it. And I we'll we'll talk about more of that here in just a minute. But you know I think it's it's been a really interesting interesting season for Vlasic and how he continues to play after the All Star break and you know um, heading into the trade deadline. Vlasic's not getting traded. That contract is basically unmovable without the Sharks having to attach a pick and et cetera et cetera. But just kind of, you know, looking long term of do you want to ride out Vlasic's contract um, or do you want to buy him out and kind of open up a spot and open up some money um, that you can do utilize for other things. So we'll talk about kind of the case to keep Vlasic here in a little bit. Um, So we'll get to that here in just one second. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Um, I love the Christian McCaffrey rushing touchdown and receiving touchdown. I just think Christian McCaffrey is going to have a monster day. Um, so if you want to uh, get some W's, FanDuel has many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Uh, not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, um, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and much more. So new customers join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets. Your first bet of $5 or more wins. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports partner of the NFL. All right, um, so let's talk about kind of the case to keep Mark Edward Vlasic, and we'll kind of look at what the Sharks' defensive roster would look like with Vlasic going into next season. Um, So, again, Vlasic has played pretty well down the stretch, and I I think having that veteran presence, you know, you have to remember um, going into next year's blue line, right, Um, you have Vlasic. Jan Rudu, who may or may not be here at this trade deadline or could be a potential uh, trade in the offseason of a team is looking to kind of add a, you know, veteran stalwart kind of uh, defenseman in Jan Rudu. Uh, you'll have Kyle Burroughs, who's 28 and is kind of, this has really been the first year where he's established himself as kind of an everyday NHLer. Split a lot of time with Vancouver, if you remember, kind of bouncing back and forth between the AHL and NHL. Um, and then you also have Matt Benning, who's going to be coming off uh, injury, right? Uh, who's got a couple of years left on his deal um, next, going into next season. Um, and then Mario Ferraro, of course, uh, which is going to be a big question on if Mario Ferraro gets traded to the trade of the line. So they do have some, some veteran guys around, um, but 
none of them have ever been as good as Mark Edward Vlasic, right? Uh, who David Quinn called it a Hall of Famer. And, you know, I do think eventually Mark Edward Vlasic gets, doesn't mean he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I do think eventually Mark Edward Vlasic will see his name um, in the Hall of Fame. Then you have a lot of young players, right? Um, a lot of them are RFA deals, and you can kind of figure things out from there. You have Kalen Addison, who's going to be an interesting decision. You have Nikita Hochuk, um, who will be around um, as part of the the team of Meyer deal. Ty Emerson, um, who I really I know he's has kind of his dealing with some injuries this season, but I really, really enjoyed watching him play. And I think he's um, a long-term piece for the Sharks. Henry Thrun, who's played really, really well, especially coming back um, this season. Um, and then you also have, of course, Shakir Mukamadoulin, who should be an opening night starter for the, the Sharks next season. Um, and then you also have guys, you know, um, Nicole, uh, Nikolai Kanijov, who kind of be in the mix as well. Um, and then I think Artem Gurev could potentially start pushing for NHL time at some point, but I don't think next year is kind of, I, I assume you'll play NHL games next year, but again, you, you have a lot of young guys kind of in the mix here. Um, so having a guy like Mark Edward Vlasic to kind of be that mentor role, um, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, another thing to kind of keep in mind Mark Edward Vlasic's salary. Uh, so he, going after this season, will have two years left at his $7 million salary, uh, which would make him the third highest player on the Sharks. Um, while I don't, I do expect the Sharks to be active in free agency, I don't expect them to be like blow the budget active in free agency, right? And they're going to have to resign some other guys. Um, you know, they're, they're going to have to kind of add a lot of pieces to the forward core. And I think they're going to be active in that department, you know, especially because uh, Hurdle, Couture, Sturm, Zettelin, uh, Eklund are the only guys who are signed, actually signed into next year. Um, so, Cunnings an RFA, Zadina's an RFA, but all the other guys are UFAs and could potentially walk this free this season. Um, you're gonna have to to add some pieces in the forward court. I think that's where my career is going to be the most active, um, is trying to add pieces in the the forward core. Um, so you are gonna have to spend some money, but you know, I I do look at kind of the Sharks cap situation. They're gonna be, you know, with a projected cal salary cap of 87.5. Um, they're gonna be about little under $50 million of cap hit. Um, so they will have to kind of do some work to get to the salary cap floor. So having Vlasic $7 million um, kind of be a placeholder for that isn't the worst thing in the world, right? Um, and if you're like me and you kind of just been ticketing that money to William Eklund, um, like it's not like that money is just going, you know, like the, I, I assume that money is going to get spent at some point when Vlasic does eventually come off the books um, for some of their young players. But I, I'm, I, I think though with, with Vlasic, like, yes, we, we, if you do keep Vlasic, you're going to have to kind of continue to navigate this log jam of defensemen that they've been kind of been able to kind of juggle so far this year with, um, timely or untimely injuries, however you want to put it um, this year, but you're going to probably have to continue to play that game as you want to guys, see guys like um, Thrun and Mukumadulin and Emerson kind of continue to grow. But 
um, and get more, earn more of that ice time. And Greer has very much been a, you need to earn your ice time type of, of GM. And Quinn has kind of, has been that same way as well, right? He's not just going to give you your ice time. Um, but I think having a guy like Vlasic who can kind of help these young guys, right? Um, you know, Thrun mentioned how much having Redeem Shimmick in the AHL meant to him and kind of helped him propel him back into the NHL. Um, again, Vlasic, who has literally seen everything, he's seen everything except for the Sharks win a, a Stanley Cup, right? Um, has gone through playoff runs, has gone through, been through kind of the, the wars of the NHL, um, has played with some of the all-time greats and Joe Thornton and has been, you know, um, kind of has been there done that and i think having a guy like that is is super valuable for some of these young guys especially as you know vlasic enters is kind of in the twilight of his career um there there's a lot to having a guy like that and whether and especially if the sharks do move on from jan ruda and or mario ferraro Having a veteran guy in the locker room, um, and I know Vlasic can kind of be a little prickly to us media, but we don't know how he acts, and and you know, and like he seems kind of beloved by by his teammates and stuff, and they always stick up for him. And you know, you, you t- like when Couture came back and he was talking about Vlasic, and like those guys have been together for a long, long time. Um, and you know, I think Vlasic can come off as very sarcastic. I'm a very sarcastic guy myself, and that might come off as a little prickly to some people. But um, I think, though, again, I think Vlasic would be a, a huge asset to some of these young guys and some of the. And you know, he's he's even talked to himself about like kind of trying to help these young guys and trying to do whatever he can to help the team out. Right. I mean, it's not like Vlasic hasn't been here his entire career. I think he's invested in the sharks and the sharks future. And I wouldn't be surprised if once he retires, if he's doing something for the sharks or he goes to uh, lives with a bunch of dogs out in the middle of nowhere. Those are, I think his two options. So um, for Vlasic, if he, if he's continues to play well, going down the stretch here um, again, maybe not five goals and, you know, in three weeks span. Um, but if he continues to play well, he's kind of playing around that 20 minutes a night and has been good defensively um, has been, you know, kind of doing what, what is needed uh, and kind of leading the way for the sharks. I think it's a pretty easy case to continue to let him play uh, in San Jose next year. Um, and being that kind of veteran pillar, especially if there's, pieces removed from the the blue line kind of being that veteran pillar uh for some of these young guys to lean on um makes a lot of sense so um we'll dig into the case to maybe buy out Vlasic, what that would look like and then what the blue line would look like uh without um Vlasic here in just one second i know this season has been tough for Sharks fans as we've reached the halfway point. But regardless of the Sharks' current standings, I want to remind you that you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleepers are number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. Um, all you have to do is pick some of your favorite NHL superstars um, or Sharks players. So if you want to pick guys like McDavid, Crosby, or McKinnon, or Slippery Pete, Tomas Hurdle, or Fabian Zetterlund, and record more or less than a sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to quickly predict the outcome of eight player stats. 
You heard me, Sharks fans. You can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code Locked On HL. You'll get hundred up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code Locked On HL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, uh, let's get into what it would look like if the Sharks did want to move on from Mark Edward Vlasic. So just as a reminder, uh, he has a three-team no-trade clause. So he basically, um, at the beginning of the season, he puts in a these are the three teams I'd be willing to be traded to, um, no questions asked. And there can be a lot of shenanigans with that where you can pick teams that – are capped out or there's no way they'd ever take them um so basically makes it a a no trade clause um so if the sharks did want to try to train him he would have to approve basically any trade uh and i just don't see a team taking on plastic seven million dollar contract um this season so we'll just kind of assume that a trade is off off the uh the books right there's just not a realistic i think uh trade especially or if the sharks want to retain remember they have one retention slot left uh thanks to brent burns and mark or uh, eric carlson so they have one retention slot left so i don't expect them to kind of do that if um they wanted to buy him out this summer um i think the bio date is june 15th the start of the bio is June 15th. Um, so here is how the cap would break down. So um, just as a reminder, with two years left, they basically you spread the cap over four seasons, right? Um, and the Sharks would get a little bit of a cap relief uh, overall because of his contract where he is. Um, I think they, they basically, it's a two to three buyout ratio um, because of his age. So you wouldn't eat the whole $14 million. You would actually eat, uh, I think it's $11.3333 million. Um, I think that that's, so you would get a little bit of relief long-term, but um, if they were to buy him out this uh, off season, um, next year, they would save $3.16 uh, million. So he'd have a cap at a 3.83. So um, on, on the Sharks books. And then the 25 26 season, um, he would have a cap hit of $4.833 uh, million with a savings of $2.166. Um, so that one's a little bit interesting because that's when we're starting to get into William Eklund territory potentially potentially will smith territory with their contracts um if will smith signs this right after his college season this year um and then the 26 uh 27 27 28 season he would have 1.3 million dollars on the books um for those two seasons um so the case to buy him out is yes he has played well these past couple weeks but it's not like we can't throw away the first half of the season um, where he was a healthy scratch, right? Um, healthy scratch a lot of times. And again, was playing, you know, 13, 14 minutes at night. Um, and the Sharks have a lot of young blue line prospects, right? That they they need to see, right? You need to see uh, Shakir Mukhamadoulin kind of playing a full season in the NHL. You need to see Henry Thren continue his development. Um, Nikita Ahochuk needs to kind of continue his um, development as well. Plus you have Ty Emerson. Like those are four 
blue liners who are all you know under the age of 24 that you need to kind of continue to to let get those minutes um you know and that doesn't even include if they bring kyle uh kellen addison back um all these guys are you know going to be 24 by the the start of next season you or under right Shakir Mukhodulin is a huge part of the Sharks' future, um, and you need to get him. He's played really well in the AHL. He's looked good in his limited time in the NHL this season, um, but you need to get him up there and playing with the Sharks uh, and getting NHL reps night in, night out against NHL competition. Um, And that's for all these young guys. And, you know, I think all these guys can be pieces for the sharks going forward uh whether they're you know potentially trade pieces if you want to kind of swing big um for something else or if you want to you know let continue to let them kind of grow and develop and kind of re as that you've been retooling this this blue line um and vlasic you know if he's playing 20 minutes a night that's 20 minutes a night that he that's not going to somebody else um and Again, Vlasic is 37. He'll be 38 here and in, in, by the end of March. He's going to be 39. <laughs> then the next season, 40 by the time his contract expires. Like, um, we, we know exactly what, what Vlasic is. And yes, you're trying to win some games here, but like, wouldn't you rather win games with a much younger player that they're gaining valuable experience as they're continuing to grow and develop. Um, and Vlasic has been a great shark. It's just, it's these legendary kind of careers never typically end well, right? Like at some point, even Patrick Marlowe, you know, wasn't re-signed like these, these typical, these contracts just typically they, they, they tend not to end well. And I think we're, we're there's, but big potential of that with Vlasic, especially if Vlasic reverts to what we saw at the beginning of the season where he's playing, you know, 15 minutes a night, 13 minutes a night, 11 minutes a night. Like you're, then you're putting stress on your young other guys who have to kind of make up for that. Right. Like those 60 minutes have to kind of get divided up and, um, we, Putting Ferrara out there for 25 minutes a night uh, is not a good idea. As we've seen, right? Poor Ferrara has been asked too much for too long. Um, and giving the, you know, if you're, even if you're addressing Vlasic for fit, you know, 13 minutes, 15 minutes a night, again, then you're putting more stress on your other guys to have to kind of cover for him. So um, I do think like there is going to be a very, very tough situation for the Sharks uh, to kind of have to navigate through this. Um, as of right now, if, if Vlasic kind of continues to play strongly the way he's played since kind of the Christmas break, he kind of continues to play with that. I kind of expect Vlasic to be back next season. Um, if Vlasic reverts to the beginning of the season, Vlasic, where, you know, he's just kind of not the same guy, um, you know, Quinn can't trust him. You're kind of playing him that, you know, 15 minutes a night. Um, I think then the Sharks are going to kind of have to really think about what to do with Vlasic in his future. And having that cap space would be kind of nice, especially where, you know, looking at the blue line, there's going to be a lot of work to be done there. Um, you know, I, 
not a lot of the prospects I think are ready other than maybe Gushin and Bordelow, who I think will be fighting for NHL jobs next season, um, you know, in, in training camp. But a lot of the other guys just kind of aren't quite ready yet um, to kind of take on it. So I think you're going to have to spend some money on the, on the four line. And, you know, maybe that $3 million that you save from plastic this year, that's that can help bring you in some, um, you know, middle of the lineup, you know, kind of third, third line guys and help solidify that position as we, um, at least that position group, that way you're not, you're kind of helping to, to insulate some of the young guys and not having to ask them to do too much too soon. Right. And that's always, that's kind of been my career's MO is having these young guys kind of earn it. So it kind of all ties together and on what to do with last six money. So um, that's going to be it for me today. We'll be back tomorrow uh, with something about something sharks related. So um, make sure you guys are following wherever you get podcasts. And of course you can watch on YouTube as well. Uh, you can follow the show wherever you get podcasts and on uh, YouTube, I just said that. Uh, follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Locked On Sharks. Follow me on Twitter at My Fryhole. Until tomorrow. Bye, friends.